Hello there everyone, Art Burns here. Hope you're all having a great day today. I wish you well. So one of the very basic premises and the most foundational, fundamental premise and, and principle of mindfulness is to be able to, or, or the act of, you know, seeing what is actually happening as opposed to seeing things the way that we think they're going to be, right? This sort of prejudgment that we have about things is very, very powerful and very, very sort of um, intuitive to most of us, right? We, we tend to, you know, project into the situations that we find ourselves you know, what it is that we, we expect to happen, right? What we think is going to happen. Uh, one very basic um, uh, example of this is, is when we, we think a person feels a certain way about us, right? Or we think they're thinking something about us, you know, um, when we think they're thinking about us in a certain way, right? What happens then is everything that person says and everything that person does, right, is going to come to us through this prism, through this filter of what we think their intention is right now you know and of course then we're going to react in you know to that we're going to respond to that right we're not going to react or respond in in a way that is is you know responsive to the reality but more to the, what we think the reality is, right? And this is the aspect of judgment that we're trying to release when we practice mindfulness, right? Because of course, when we're, when we're talking to somebody, you know, we really have no idea what they're really thinking, right? We honestly don't, we think we do. And we, we're so sure of it that we're, we're willing to bet everything on the fact that we know what this person is thinking about us and we know the intention behind their words and their actions towards us. But in the end, it's it's often the case that we're way off. We have no idea what they might actually be thinking about us. And, and therefore, you know, when we respond or react to those things that we, you know, we think that they're they're thinking about us, well, then what we're doing is we're moving ourselves further and further away from what actually is happening, right? And now this leads to uh, certain other behaviors, you know, that we tend to have as human beings that, that cause us even more um, difficulty, causes suffering in our lives, right? And so, so when we learn to practice mindfulness, right, one of the very first things that we learn, and this is why this is such a foundational concept, right, one of the very first things that we learn how to do is to just pay attention to what's happening without that level of judgment, right? So what that means is when you're talking to somebody who, who you know, who, you know, when you, when you find yourself tending to think about, well, what does this person think about me? How is this person judging me? How are they estimating me? How are they criticizing me in their mind, right? When you find yourself thinking those thoughts, right? Mindfulness helps us to just let those thoughts go and realize that that there's probably very little truth to it. I mean, any of them that are true, it's just gonna be, you know, just pure luck, right? Like there's no way for you to know. Of course, if, if it's somebody who you've been with, like a, a spouse or a partner that you've been with for years and years and years, sure, then you have some kind of indication. But even then, you don't know because you don't know what is affecting that person on this given moment, right? Like there's so many things that go into how we, you know, sort of perceive each other at any given moment, right? There's there's what's happened to us during the day, who else we've talked to, what else, you know, other, you know, situations was a bit, has it been a stressful day and a very, you know, sort of emotionally charged day, or has it been a very happy and easy day? This is going to have a profound effect on how we sort of filter things that, that come in and out of our experience, right? And so, so even, 
even if it is someone who we think knows us very well, and, and you know, even that person is going to have a wide range of, of, of ways in which they perceive us at any given moment. So even then, it's not true to say that, okay, this person's definitely thinking this about me, and so therefore everything they say, I can put through that sort of prism and that filter and, and categorize it as per what their, you know, what their ultimate uh, feelings about me are, right? I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, please, let's talk about this because this is important, right? Because, you know, and again, one of the things that we do when we practice mindfulness, right, is that we, we learn, we train ourselves, right? Mindfulness is very much a, an active um, process, right? It's, you know, a lot of people approach meditation and mindfulness and think that it's like, it's something that's just going to relax us and make us feel good and I have good news for you. You know, those are byproducts of what happens when we practice, but really the practice itself is more along the lines of, of going to the gym or learning to play a musical instrument or something like that, where, you know, where you, you need to, if you're going to cultivate mindfulness, you know, to, to the extent where you're going to really benefit from the properties of mindfulness, then, then it's required to, to really engage in it on an active basis. So in other words, when you find yourself feeling that, like feeling the sense of, of, okay, this person thinks this way about me, so therefore everything that they do, everything they say, every expression they have, everything that, that comes through to me from them is you know, kind of coming through this, this uh, again, this prism that of, of their sort of judgment of me. As soon as you realize that you're doing that, right, mindfulness is, is the practice of saying, okay, I need to stop right now. I need to pause for a moment and, and let myself you know, be present and, and let myself let go of those, those you know, thoughts and, and understandings understandings of, of, of judgment that I'm feeling and, and really pay attention to what is. And, and in the beginning, one of the helpful things to do is to, is to challenge it, right? To say, well, what if the opposite is true, right? Like, what if this person feels the opposite of what I think they feel about me? Then what do the words mean to me, right? And that's a way that you can sort of see that counterpoint, right? But anyway, Aside from in the moment like that, when you're actually experiencing something that might be throwing you off in that way, what mindfulness practices are all about is, is dedicating yourself to, to paying attention to what is happening at every given moment, right? Now, there's two different ways that we do this, right? We do this in formal meditation, and we do it in informal practice as well, right? And so, so when we... When we sort of allow ourselves to engage in this judgment, right? Like, this person thinks this about me, so therefore every word that comes out of their mouth, I am going to categorize it as per this thing that I believe they feel about me, right? So, so what happens then is that we have this tendency as human beings, and this is again, it's just part of who we are. It doesn't make us bad, doesn't make us good, it just makes us human, right? But what we're, what we're likely to do is we're likely to sort of feel an aversion towards those things that we feel are negative about what somebody might be saying or, or how we feel about them and all that. You know, every emotion that we feel that might be negative, we have a tendency to push away from it, right? To say, no, 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 I don't want that right now, right? And likewise, we have a tendency to cling towards those things that we feel are positive, right? So another, you know, using that same example, if we feel that someone is, um, you know, kind of 
accepting of us or, or, or feeling good about us, right? Then, then everything that they say, we're gonna take as something that's like a good feeling. We're gonna tend to cling to those things, right? But if we feel that that person is, um, is thinking negative thoughts about us, right? That they're not uh, you know, approving of us on whatever level, then generally speaking, everything they say, we're gonna tend to turn away, right? So what are we not doing in those two situations, right? Even the ones that are good, right? What we're not doing is we're not present with what's happening. And therefore, whatever this person is really saying to us, it's not really getting through, right? It's not really registering with us. And that, of course, kind of defeats the whole point, right? Like when we're talking to somebody, the idea of being present with them, you know, allows us to to learn, allows us to grow, allows us to be with someone and, and, and grow with them and, and commune with them, right? And that's kind of the whole point, right? So so can you see how how that, that sort of delusion of, of how we think, you know, the delusion that's caused by our judgment can get in the way of our actual, you know, the ability to, to grow and to learn in our lives, which is what we're trying to do all the time anyway, right? Or at least, you know, get along and find success and find whatever it is that you're looking for, right? You can probably see now how that very delusion of judgment can get in the way of that, right? And so now let's take it further and let's talk about that, that aversion and that clinging that I talked about a moment ago, right? And this happens with every situation, right? Like if it's, you know, if it's someone, so again, for instance, this someone that we feel is not, doesn't like us or, or, or is judging us negatively or, or somehow feeling something about us, right? We are going to be so aversive towards that feeling and we're going to be so clinging towards the, the, the desire to have this person actually like us, right? That now we're going to change our behavior you know, to, to try to accomplish that thing that we think we need, right? Which is based on something that might not even be true, right? Which in all likelihood is not true, right? Because the fact is that most people are not really, you know, it's it's not as strong as you think their opinions of you, right? And so and so so that that aversion and that clinging, you know, that's where our suffering comes from. Right? And of course, now I'm talking about just a, a basic uh, situation where somebody else is talking to us, right? Because I wanted to get that, that judgment in there. But, but this can be true of any situation in our lives, right? Oftentimes, I've, and I've talked about this before, so pardon me if you've heard this all before, but it's, it's worth repeating because it's so, it's so vitally important to our, our happiness, right? That, you know, even if you want to talk about something as simple as a traffic jam, right? Like when we get stuck in traffic, you know, it's like, it's like, I, I use this example all the time that we have the choice when we're stuck in traffic that we can either, you know, squeeze the steering wheel or we can bang on the dashboard or we can, you know, like just be all stewing in this resentment that we're stuck in this traffic or which would be the aversion, right? We don't want to be stuck in this traffic and it's not okay to be stuck in this traffic, right? Or we could simply accept that this is what's happening right now. And no matter what, you know, no matter how we feel about it, this is what's happening, right? And and so, and, and we can allow in that acceptance, we can allow ourselves to be 
a little more calm and a little bit more, um, you know, like not engage in that stress, you know, distress feeling of, of anger and, and frustration and all that, but instead allow ourselves to keep breathing properly and keep sort of, um, you know, keep ourselves steady and, and calm in the face of this, this uh, you know, kind of inconvenient situation, right? And so, so I ask you, if you know with those two responses to the sh to the traffic jam right to the you know whether you get all angry and you hold the steering wheel and you, you squeeze it and you bang on the dashboard and you get angry right that's that response or the response of simply accepting it you know allowing yourself to to take a few deep breaths and just just understand that there's nothing you can do about this traffic it just is what it is for right now What's the one thing that doesn't change there, right? Or let's ask what does change, right? What changes is our physical well-being, right? The first person that who's, who's, who's yelling and, and, and getting upset, right? That person's blood pressure and heart rate and respiratory system and all, all the biological functions of their body are all in haywire at that point. It's a, and it's really not healthy for them, right? They don't feel good either, right? It feels bad to get angry and to feel that level of stress, right? Especially when, you know, it doesn't feel so bad if you're able to run as fast as you can, but if you're sitting there in a car and your blood pressure and your heart rate and all this stuff is speeding up, it feels bad, right? You probably get a little headache. You probably get a queasy stomach. You might feel pain in your chest or tightness in your shoulders. You know, it doesn't feel good. It is a form of suffering, right? Whereas if you can simply accept what is happening, right? You can, you know, again, take a few deep breaths, allow your body to stay calm, right? There you don't suffer, right? The consequences are not gonna change, right? You know, whatever you're late for, whatever's gonna happen as a result of this traffic, that doesn't change. But what does change is the ability to, you know, to, to process it in a way that is good for you. What changes is the suffering, right? Or, you know, it's either present, the suffering is either there or the suffering is not there, right? Now, again, what doesn't change, right? What doesn't change is the traffic jam. Right? There's no amount of, of aversion or clinging to anything that is going to change the outcome of that thing. Right? So, so there's no, you know, so, so, so whether we accept the traffic or we don't accept the traffic, the traffic doesn't care. Right? The traffic is just going to be the traffic, right? And so, and so when, when, we, when we allow ourselves to accept the traffic, what we're doing is we're not, again, we're not out, you know, changing the outcome of the situation, but that's the point, right? We're not worried about the outcome. We're worried about right now, right? Like there's nothing we can do about the traffic. There's nothing we can do about the outcome. So therefore, what we can do, right? The one thing we can control is how we feel through this, right? And how we perform through this. So as I usually tell people, you know, like, let's say, you know, the traffic jam, you're late for an appointment, right? It's a big uh, work appointment, right? And then if you're, you know, if you, if you nail this appointment, you know, this meeting, if it goes well, you get a huge raise, right? And if it doesn't go well, you know, who knows, maybe you even lose your job, right? And so now you're stuck in traffic and now you're thinking, oh my God, I'm going to be late. Like, this is terrible. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to, I'm going to go through all this terrible suffering and this is all going to be terrible for me and, and terrible and terrible and terrible, right? And now your body's getting into this place where you're just not functioning as you anymore, 
right? Now, you know, even parts of your brain are shutting down at this point, right? Because you're in this stress response. Your body is, is responding in a way that is as though you're being attacked by something, right? As though you're already losing your job, as though you're already broke, as though you're already, all these worst case scenarios that you're imagining are already coming true, right? And so, so, so when you do get to where you're going and you finally get into that meeting 10, 15 minutes late, whatever, how do you think you're gonna perform? How do you think that meeting's gonna go, right? In comparison, if you're able to maintain yourself, right? Maintain your, your level of, of what we call um, uh, um, uh, homeostasis, right? That, that, that we, we maintain a level of, of natural, normal functioning of our body, our brain, our mind, our perceptions, right? And then you get there, you're still 15 minutes late, right? But when you get there, you now have all the faculty of your your you know your abilities to 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 perform when you're there right you're not going to get there as a as this this ball of stress that's probably going to have a negative impact on whatever happens and that's why a lot of times we feel like you know like like you know like even when things don't go well right like you're going to assume in that situation it didn't go well because i got stuck in traffic no it didn't go well because you allowed yourself to, to become triggered from being stuck in traffic, right? It didn't go well because you didn't allow yourself to accept the fact that you were stuck in traffic. If you can accept it, if you can be present with it, and you can act with a little bit of compassion and curiosity and like, wow, look at this challenge that life has presented me. How can I creatively get around this? You know, what kind of phone call can I make? What kind of, you know, what can I say when I get there that is gonna be positive? When you can allow yourself to be present, accepting of it, and, and be, you know, curiously and compassionate about it, well, then you're likely to come up with something that's that's going to work, right? And so, and so this is really all to say that that the experiences that we have, right, are not usually what actually causes the suffering that we feel. The suffering that we feel usually comes in the form of of non-acceptance or clinging to something that we should be letting go of, right? And again, we can only see this when we can see the reality. Right, like, like when we can see that, okay, this traffic is something that is not my fault, this traffic is something that could not be avoided, and there's literally not a thing I can do right now, right? Like <laughs> one of my previous videos, I think I mentioned an Inspector Gadget uh, mobile where you have a helicopter come out of the roof and just fly out of here. I don't have that, right? Like the, the reality is that I can't do that right now. So, so I need to let go of this concept that I need to be right on time for whatever appointment I have, right? Let go of the concept that, that nothing else could possibly be acceptable, right? Let go of that and accept the fact that this is what is really happening. Whether I want it to be this way or I don't want it to be this way is completely irrelevant. This is what life has given me right now. And only when I accept it to that point, and, and again, I can only accept and I can only let go when I really recognize what is happening, right? For the reality, not through the delusion of my judgment and, and, and fears and, and worries and anger and emotions, right? 
I hope that all makes sense to you folks. And if you have any questions about this, this is big stuff. So if you have any questions about this, please hit me up with a, a message. And I would love to help you understand this deeper and, uh, and better if necessary. Because again, the suffering that we experience comes from not seeing what is really there and then either not accepting what we should be accepting or not letting go to something that we're clinging to, right? That's where the suffering comes from, okay? I promise you, every single situation. I know you're probably out there saying like, well, what about this time? And I bet, you know, this this, this is a situation that's not right. Lay it on me and let's, let's talk about it because I guarantee you I can show you how every single situation in which we found ourselves suffering you know the suffering is you know 99.99% even you know even the worst things that can happen in our lives right with people we lose people right we can learn to accept that right now now again accepting let me be very clear before i let you go here i know this is a long video here um and audio on the podcast but acceptance in this case does not mean like just don't care about it or, or just like surrender to it, right? Acceptance just means to, to accept that this is what's going on right now. And similarly, letting go doesn't mean like don't have standards, right? Don't, it doesn't mean like, oh, I can't feel like I should be on time for things, right? No, no, it's just letting go of the, of the demand for that, you know, that, that nothing else could possibly work, right? And if that's confusing for you also, hit me up with a comment because we need to make sure you understand that. If you're gonna understand any of what I'm talking about, we need to make sure you understand that. So anyway, I hope this was helpful. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, please feel free to uh, reach out with any questions you have. I'd be happy to get, as you can probably tell, I love talking to about this stuff. So even if you wanna get on the phone call and uh, and talk for a few minutes about this stuff, and maybe there's a certain area of your life that you're, you know, you kind of feel like this could help, but you don't know what how to apply it. That happens a lot. And so, you know, use someone who's been doing this for a long time and who, who examines many different situations in my own life and the lives of my clients. Maybe I can help you. All right. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I wish you well, and I'll be back again tomorrow with some more, hopefully really helpful information for you. Take care now. Bye-bye.